good evening. Yeah. Good yeah. evening. It's weird. We're we're recording a bit earlier, and I feel kind of wild. I heard birds chirping and stuff. I know. <laughs> They're still out there. It's They're not dark now, though. Asleep. Yeah. It's getting a little it's dusky. Dusky. Dusk. Is that what they call it? Yeah. yeah, it's they're asleep <laughs> up here. They've been asleep for the past three hours. Ooh, what's the time there? Seven thirty. Oh, but darker. Yeah, an hour ahead yeah. and darker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, I can't wait to come visit there. I know. That's me all too. I gotta say. I'm dying for it. We're 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 figuring it out, guys. We're gonna plan it. Slowly and but surely, we will we're get gonna there. do it. You know, we got full time jobs. This is the thing that you have to know. <laughs> it gets a little difficult. It gets yeah. it gets diffy, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna do the thing. We're very excited, and we can't wait. I'm pumped. I'm ready. Uh-huh. Kylie's like not these two freaks Ugh. staying at my oh, house. Oh, I, I got away for a reason. Why do you think I'm moving to Salem? I'm so excited. To draw us in. Yeah. Is that why? <laughs> so people, mm-hmm. let us know what we have to check out while we're there. What do you guys want to see from us? Right. We got we we want to please the people. That's, we do. That's all I want. What pleases you pleases, pleases us. Me. Yeah. That's just what's true. I just want to make you happy. Yeah, because we're the golden <laughs> Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, woo, yeah. We're trying to get to the place. In the meantime, though, we're going to be making eps. Speaking of ghoul talks, send us your stories to the Golden Ghouls podcast at gmail.com. We need them. I said it last episode. Send them, though, for real. We need them. You're like, oh, I'm scared. Just do it. (laughs) Oh, I'm scared. Scared. Okay, I'm no. scared too. Me too of not getting it. Also, I'm about to call someone out because oh. they've been saying they're going to send a story. No, do it. Ivy, where is your story? <gasps> oh, 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 <laughs> you asked when. When are we going to talk about you? Well, here it is: a shout out and a call out. Send me that story, yep. baby. Hello, hello, baby. We're ready. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. We've got an exciting up. I say that every week, but it's always exciting, right? Sure. When you're talking about ghosts and paranormal and just the extraordinary. It's spooky Mm -hmm. and it's exciting. But this week we're talking about ghost lights. Yes. What What are they, you might ask? I'd love to know. These are atmospheric lights or sometimes even fires that appear without a known cause. And it's usually like a big legend wherever they are. Everyone talks about this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the Hornet spook light in episode 69. So we mm-hmm. knew there had to be more out there. Great episode. Lo and behold, honey. Yeah. There are. Ugh. There are. We I knew can it. kick it off with one. Have you ever from... personally seen a ghost light? I have not personally seen them. I've tried to see the Marfa lights to right. no avail. Yeah. But that was the biggest one that I know of. You saw them? Yeah. I saw them when I went down there. I think I have some pics. But I'll talk about that later on in this up. Or soon. I could talk about it now. Okay, okay, sure. (laughs) Go for it. All right. I mean, 
I've been wanting to go back to Texas since I miss it so much. So we'll talk about Marfa. And for those who have been, Alyssa, Emily, have you been to Marfa? My whole family has. I'm the only one that hasn't. Oh, you okay. would love it, I think. I it's We're going to change that. It's a good we're gonna place to get that. away to, yeah, relax really for is. a weekend. The people love it. Everybody that's gone has always said the best thing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's very chill. There's not, like, a whole lot to do there, which kind of forces you to mm-hmm. chill. Meditate. Yeah. 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 Like, it's you have a, a fun daytime place. activity. It is. Yeah. It's really beautiful. You There's a lot fun of art activity. installations. Yes. Very artsy yeah. town. Do something in the day, then at night, just go look at the stars because the sky is just beautiful, big and open and unobstructed by buildings. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's a good place so to beautiful. reconnect yeah, to nature. Go. You yes. need to have appreciation for what it is to really enjoy yourself. But I feel like since the commute is about seven or eight hours long driving, you know, you're only going to go there. The types of people that are going to take that journey are the ones that are going to appreciate Marfa. So, yeah, for sure. And there, there are festivals every year, and it's you yeah, Trans Pecos. Mm-hmm. People love Big that one. Fest. I know yeah. there's others too. So yeah, if you haven't been to Marfa, <laughs> shout out to people. You can go and see these lights. Yeah, these lights. So Marfa lights, or also known as the Marfa ghost lights have been observed near U.S. Route 67 on Mitchell Flat, which is east, just east of Marfa. You can see them from Marfa. Uh, People have claimed that these are actual ghosts or UFOs or other paranormal activity. So the lights are described as distant spots of brightness, uh, very distinguishable from ranch lights, and, you know, automobile headlights. They kind of look like orbs dancing in the distance. Um, some people say it looks like balls of fire that appear and disappear. Um, from my experience, it seemed more distant than what I've been reading. But we did see it right on... Um, Like at the viewing, Marfa Light viewing park, there's a place to go and view them. Um, And from what I recall, I remember them looking, um, I don't really know the best way to describe this, but almost like soft. Like they weren't sharp lights as if they were coming from some type of electric source. It seemed softer and they were random. So they kind of would... um, I don't know how to describe it, but well, I'm sure there's a video somewhere. There's definitely photos, but a video of the lights would um, give you a better understanding of why they're called ghost lights, because they they look weird. (laughs) So Taurus David Missert, he noticed the lights during a road trip and he said this is the best way that he described them. All of a sudden, these lights appear, white lights and some green lights some red lights way off in the distance. It just did not seem to be anything that we understood from our daily lives. So that is a, that's exactly how I felt too. Like they, you couldn't really pinpoint the source from your life experience. There is this good old dude down in Marfa. He's ex-director of Mission Solutions for Air Force programs. His name's 
his name is James Bunau, and he has spent his retirement <laughs> investigating the Marfa Lights that he has grown up with and worked alongside of. Uh, so in his book, Hunting Marfa Lights, Bunau states, you might just see mysterious orbs of light suddenly appear above desert foliage. These balls of light may remain stationary as they pulse on and off with intensity, varying from dim to almost blinding brilliance. Then again, these ghostly lights may dart across the desert or perform splits and mergers. Light colors are usually yellow-orange, but other hues, including green, blue, and red, are also seen. Marfa mystery lights usually fly above desert vegetation, but below background mesas. So the way that he explained them, like pulsing on and off, that's exactly what it seemed like to me. Like they were kind of like pulsing. So James Bunnell, he, these lights are no joke to him. He has spent like years and years researching and studying in addition to having a background in military and in Air Force. So he lists... 34 sightings from 1945 through 2008. Uh, monitoring stations were put in place starting in 2003, and he has identified an average of 9.5 Marth- Marfa lights on 5.25 nights per year. So that's not many nights per year, so I must have lucked out when I went. <laughs> um But he also thinks that the monitoring stations may only be finding half of the lights that are actually in existence in the Mitchell Flat. The first actual record of the Marfa Lights phenomena was back in 1883, the good old days. So good old, in the good old days, good old Robert Reed Ellison, he was working at a ranch hand, as a ranch hand or a cow hand, which is my dream to be called oh. a cow hand imagine oh. like what's, what do you so what do you do i'm a cow hand you know like yes tight th- tight exactly so he's working out as a cow hand and he saw flickering light while he was driving cattle and his initial guess was that the lights were from a campfire nearby possibly from an apache tribe uh the the rumored ghost story and there's I haven't found any like in-depth story to go along with this, so I think it's just one of those like rumors uh, that the lights are actually the lights belong to a Mexican ghost who is looking for a lover that was stolen <gasps> by a Native American. Whoa! Mm. Oh, a stolen yeah. love. A stolen love. We get it. Like, whew. I know. Hard times. Been there, baby. Been there, baby. <laughs> What's spooky is that when Ellison, the cowhand, discussed the lights with some townspeople, they were like, oh, yeah, we've we've seen these lights. And we, we also assumed that they were from a campfire. But, you know, a couple of guys, they went and investigated numerous times whenever these sightings would happen and never found any signs of a campfire, of people previously being there. No, no ashes, no campsite, nada, nothing. So that's a little spooky to me. (laughs) The first published photo of the lights appeared in the July 1957 issue of Coronet Magazine. And 
In May of 2008, scientists from the Texas State University used spectroscopy equipment, which makes me think of colposcopy. I'm sorry. A little different, though, as it's the study of the interaction between matter and electromagnetic radiation. So a little different than a colposcopy. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they used this to observe lights from the Marfa Lights viewing station over the course of 20 nights. And they recorded a number of lights that could have been mistaken for lights of unknown origin. So I'm guessing that that's, those are the Marfa Lights. Uh, But in each case, the movements of the lights and the data from their equipment could have been explained as automobile headlights or small fires. That's just all the skeptics' go-tos, you know? Like, oh, it's a car. It's a fire. But if it were cars, then how would we explain the cow hand witnessing the lights in 1883? Mm -hmm. Because cars Mm -hmm. did not have electric lights until 1908. Gotcha. You know? And and even (laughs) then, in 1908... This is probably in the city that, like, car, like, there weren't enough cars with electric lights out in Marfa. No. During this, like, right when they came out. Like, that's just not how it works. There's also hardly any cars there now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure, like, the original car is still there. <laughs> like, there's a car from 1908 in Marfa right now. Um, and also, as mentioned before, with the with the cow hand and the people that also assumed the lights were from a campsite, they had already investigated and they didn't find anything. So these, although these scientists, you know, used science, we still don't know a definitive answer. Mm. So we have a fellow podcaster, Brian Dunning of the podcast Skeptoid. Shout out to Skeptoid. I'm sure we have some listeners who have listened to him or um, if not, you should. Uh, But Brian discussed this in one of his episodes, and he mentioned that the designated view park for the lights is actually at the site of Marfa Army Airfield, where tens of thousands of personnel were stationed between 1942 and 1947, uh, basically training American and allied pilots. So the area, specifically Marfa Airport and the satellite fields, were patrolled day in, day out, very heavily and constantly. So if anyone were to notice paranormal activity, it would have been the military in that spot. <laughs> However, you know, nothing was nothing was ever noted. Nothing was, you know, written up about. But then we got to think, you know, would the military ever cover up paranormal activity? <laughs> oh, Hi, Roswell wants its cover-up back. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that's not, you know, a very to me personally. Yeah, the they may have not noticed anything, but also if they had, they wouldn't have told the public. No. You know, so. Hello, Area 51. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, hello. I almost called it Area 54 because I'm (laughs) splitting Studio 54 and Area Uh, 54. Honestly, both intergalactic experiences. Mm. (laughs) Uh, So, Brian Dunning, the podcaster of Skeptoid, he has more of a scientific explanation as well. Thank God. So, 
He says the like the likeliest explanation to him is that the lights are actually a type of mirage caused by sharp temperature changes between mm. cold and warm layers of air. Uh, Marfa is at an elevation of about 46,000 feet above sea level, and the temperature changes quite a bit between 40 and 50 degrees. Um or I'm sorry, the differentials are 40 or 50 degrees. So it could be going yeah. from like 30 to 80. Um, and that could cause some type of strange mirage. Mm, that makes sense. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's, that, that's possible. Okay, all right, you know. But let's bring it back to author Bunel, who he's, he was born and raised in Marfa, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. But he has, to me, he's the most credible source in this scenario. Uh, his theory was written in his last book, Strange Lights in West Texas, following 12 years of like really hardcore research. So he believes that the lights are caused by tectonic activity around Marfa. The high geological stress creates electrical potential or underground lightning, mm. which I didn't realize was a thing. But tectonic I, I, stress, I, I, I know, is a thing. But I didn't, I didn't realize, or at least I didn't remember that, like underground lightning is a real thing. So it, it uh-huh. could be caused by that. It's like the, it has the perfect stage, you know, geographically for this to happen. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'd like to believe that it's ghosts. There is. It does sound like there. There is a scientific explanation. However, the fact that no one has truly pinpointed it and it hasn't been officially proven makes me feel a little spooked. Um, mm-hmm. One last thing, Diane Diana Wynn of Marfa Public Radio's West Texas Wonders program. Uh, she covered the Marfa lights in an episode aired in July 2018. Um, very interesting, very good. You can find that online, but I just want to do a little shout out. Give a little shout out to Diana over in, in Marfa because we shout love out. we love all the creators, especially in Marfa. But if you have gone to Marfa and or have seen the Marfa lights, let us know what you think. Because, again, in my experience, as much as I like to have a scientific reason or blame it on something concrete, it was... It was enough to spook me out. It was yeah. it was weird. It was paranormal for sure. People I know who have seen them always describe the varying colors, which I think is so strange. Mm-hmm. I didn't but see also, like, red. You know a headlight. Like you know yeah. what yeah. headlights look like. So I don't I don't know why that's always the oh, that's what it is. Right. Like yeah. I that I don't get. Right. Because you know what that looks like. I, I need to yeah. go to Marfa and check this out. That's yeah, sure. do it. Yeah, yes. Take a take a weekend. Just get away. Uh, need it. It's really it's really cool. Right. It's worth yeah. it. Get out there, people. I have another one in Texas. Yo, do it. Uh, <laughs> give me a moment, kids. Let's do this thing. <laughs> okay, so this is called the Light of Saratoga or the Big Thicket Light. Dope. I like it. So there's this guy, Francis E. Abernathy, and he is known as the father of folklore in East Texas. So Mm. he has been exploring this phenomena more than anyone for a while. Okay. Kind of like Gold's, what's his name, and Marfa. He's got to know about this thing. 
Mr. Mr. <laughs> Bunnell, yes, yes. Then there's this guy, Archer Fullingham, who is a publisher and editor of the Kuntz News, and he's actually the one who first spread the light's fame about. So these two guys are like the quote-unquote experts. So the lights show up at night on this seven-mile stretch of road connecting Farm Road 1293 and Saratoga in Hardin County, Texas. Okay. So it's out there. The road itself actually originated as a right-of-way for a branch of the Santa Fe line from Bragg Station to Saratoga, which was laid in 1901. And the rails remained there until 1934, but the path was later removed to permit auto and truck traffic to and from Saratoga. Rest in peace, Railroad. Although that means there are probably people coming in, weird energy left behind, you know. Right. So True. stories of True. the mysterious lights started appearing um, way back when travelers, while the travelers were taking the rail lines, people started seeing these. Mm. So it can't really be explained as like ghost train because it was happening while, while the, the train, train was, was still, still there. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, people were seeing them even back then, and it has continued since. Fullingham publicized the light, and naturally, people were curious. They started flocking into the area to catch a glimpse of this. Because, you know, people always want to see the cool thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some believe that it is either car lights approaching through the woods or, like, a low-grade gas emission sort of situation or a reflection from swamp fire. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Or... Just hysterical imagination. The stories have been happening for years. People are like, that guy saw it. So did I. Mm -hmm. I don't think so, though. Right. So, Mr. Abernethy, that old folklorist, he shared stories gathered from locals. And they think that the light comes from a Spanish treasure that was buried but never reclaimed. Or that there was an unextinguished fire from the Civil War like a ghostly fire. Okay. Or, (laughs) this is a fun one, there is a a decapitated railroad brakeman, and he's using this light searching for his lost head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Same. Mm -hmm. And then there's the final legend that this long-dead hunter carries a pan fire looking for a way to get out of the thicket. All right. So there's lots of lore surrounding Mm -hmm. what this is, where it stemmed from, who it could be. And Mr. Abernethy, he's like, he's like, I got you guys. I got you. It's one of these. these It's one of these stories. So local residents chime in about this. There's this guy, Thomas Tomlinson. Doesn't sound real, (laughs) but it's fine. Um, he says, I've lived in Saratoga, Texas my entire life, 36 years, and grew up a quarter of a mile from the end of Bragg Road. Everyone who grew up in Saratoga knows the local mysterious light as Bragg Light, not the ghost light, ghost road light, nothing with the names of ghost or Saratoga even mentioned in the name. Hmm. Huh. The light is there, and it's not swamp gas, as other people try to say, because there aren't any swamps around Bragg Road. My granddad was born in 1897 and was raised in Saratoga and always talked about the light. Mm -hmm. So even back then. 
So does my dad, who has spent his entire life here since 1934. People try to write articles about the road and light that are not from the area, and they get so much wrong about it. Just like it is known that oil was discovered in Saratoga way before Beaumont, but because it wasn't a boom, it's not recognized as that. I just wish Ah. someone could write a completely accurate article on the Bragg Light so it is known that it is there and what it is. My dad tells me the story of the headless man looking for his head is something that someone from out of town made up and that people that descended from Saratoga never heard of it until they talked to people from other areas. So apparently it's like surrounding areas are talking about it and spreading Mm -hmm. this rumor. But Mm -hmm. the people there are like, hell no, that ain't it. Yeah. Yeah. He says, I apologize if it sounds like I'm, quote, going off on this subject, but as someone (laughs) who has lived here all my life, it's irritating to hear people talk and write about things that they don't completely know about. I have a magazine from years ago that featured Bragg Road and was fairly accurate on the article because they did a lot of research from the people around here before it was published. So basically, he's saying... Go to the source, ask the locals, they will tell you what is up. Don't listen to the rumors. Mr. Thomas Tomlinson knows what's what. Got it. He does. This other gal named Rhoda says she was born and raised in Beaumont and heard many stories about the ghost of Saratoga. And that a friend of hers actually was there once and was attacked in, by an unseen force that dented her car. Oh. Yeah. But... Rhoda herself went out there on a double date trying to catch a glimpse of the light or see if something would happen. Nothing did, but she does say that she knows there are many legends surrounding this. She thinks that they're true, but no one has yet to prove it. But yeah, Hmm. other people is again with, they're saying it's car lights, they're saying it's this, they're saying it's that, but it's like, I, I don't feel think like so. you know car lights. I know. Who doesn't know car lights at this point? Is there such a thing as light echoes? I don't know. You know? Because my story is just like your story. It's about it's train tracks. Lights yeah. being around train tracks. And so I'm like wondering, because trains have lights, you know, maybe they're putting <laughs> off some form of light echo. Like the ghost train you in know? a high school jam. <laughs> Take me back. The chooch, as Kylie called the it. The chooch. He never oh, leaves. Yeah. That's what, like, there are residual hauntings. Are there residual, residual light, light hauntings? hauntings? Right. <sighs> okay, my story is literally just like yours. All right, we but love it's that. it's in Canada. Oh, wow. Yes, in a town. It's the town of St. Louis. And sorry if I get this wrong. Sasakato... Kachiwa? Saskatchewan? (laughs) (laughs) That's it, bitch. What did you say? I want that Saskatchewan. (laughs) What did you say? I was pronouncing it. I was spelling it out. The people are going to love that. Saskatchewan? Saskatchewan. (laughs) Saskatchewan, Canada. St. Louis. Okay. This is where um, these St. Louis lights are. Yeah. And they're by the old train tracks. So the uh, the light. I'm gonna get my information is from North Atlantic blog. So shout out to them. Shout they out. Have, they had all the facts, but they say that the light is described as being visible along the railroad bed north of St. Louis, where the tracks have long since been removed. Okay, right. The light travels the length of the railroad bed, and there's no identifiable source. It glows. It glows increasingly brighter as it as it like reaches its point 
And witnesses claim that it's, like, as bright as a star. Wow. Yeah. So, the light usually starts on the right side of the bed and then moves to the center before it disappears after, like, a few seconds to an hour. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And they claim that they there's other smaller light flashes that happen around it, like, in the general area of that one bright light, you know? And they say that they like there's different colors, like there's a red color, and when this red light comes off, it's preceded by a reaction from the animals. Huh. Yeah, like coyotes and wolves will start howling, and then the geese will honk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole band. <laughs> yeah, when that red light goes off, they know. Strike it up, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, people say you can't capture it on video or photo, but that's been debunked because there are pictures online of these light phenomena. There better be. Yeah. It's also been theorized that if a car physically touches the light, there's some severe consequences that could occur. <laughs> like the Uh-oh. girl whose car got dented. Yeah, in the last she story. probably touched the light. <gasps> yeah. What? Oh, Weird. Connection the dots. Too. Wow. So, obviously, there's no, like, concrete explanation behind this, but a lot of people say it's it's a haunted, it's a ghost mm-hmm. light, you know? There's one mm-hmm. very generic story suggesting that the light is that of, like, years of a railway, railroad worker where he's holding his lantern trying to find his missing head. So, you what know. What are the odds? What are the odds? They about? love that they story. That's like a woman in white. Right. <laughs> now we got the yeah. headless headless tr- railway worker. I know. Another version is that of a story that suggests the lantern is being held by somebody looking for the little girl that was on the tracks and struck by a train. Oh. Mm hmm. While some claim the light is related to a train accident, um, Others say that the light was of a headlamp of a train engine, while the red light is that of a lantern marking the the rear of the train. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So there's a and then there's wait huh, there's a, the other story I guess that's related to a train passing by St. Louis that was stopped due to snow on the tracks and two men decided to jump in and steal a bunch of mail off the train (laughs) (laughs) all right well yeah i don't know why sound like the most fruitful (laughs) theft i mean you might find a few things in there mail robbers yeah shit eventually they just want the tea (laughs) (laughs) one or both of the thieves got killed by uh in an altercation with the conductor. Oh, shit. And they say that um, both bodies were hidden in the snow near the tracks and weren't found until later when the snow had melted. And so it's, you know, it's them walking around over there by the tracks. There's, uh, some people have obviously tried to, like, do scientific explanations like all of our other people, but we have these two amazing 12th 12th graders that won some gold medals after they think that they debunked the St. Louis lights. 
they said that they determined that there the light may be caused from a diffraction, which passes through a small opening, like in the woods, as the traffic lights enter through the trees mm-hmm. and then hit the side of the railroad railroad bed. But I mean, even though this does make sense, this the the sightings of these lights have dated back to before there was like cars roaming yeah. around there. So it's yeah. like uh, at least before nineteen oh eight. I remember that was similar to the spook light that we talked about in episode 69, too, was, like, these stories had been going on well before cars were common or a thing at all. So, like, smart 12th graders, but maybe not exactly what's going on here. NASA (laughs) came in, and they were like, it's swamp gas, like your people said. Uh Um, The show Unsolved Mysteries also did an episode on the St. Louis light, and they blocked off a highway, and the lights still appeared. So, like, Hmm. you don't know. It's just, like, they're they're not—they're so sporadic Mm -hmm. that it's, like, what? If it was something consistent, I would be, like, oh, okay, like— yeah. There's makes there's an explanation. Exactly, like in Marfa. Like, they're so inconsistent. Yeah. Because I know, like, my parents have been several times. They say they saw it once, and then the rest they haven't. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, I just don't weird. No. I don't know. I think something's up, y'all. And I'm not sure about the swamp gas, because, like, why would they say that in both of ours? Like, in yeah. Texas and then, like, Canada. Where like, are the oh, swamps? Like swamp gas. I was like, from what? From what swamp? Show me the swamp, honey. Show me the swamp, yeah. (laughs) I need the receipts, okay? Always. Whoa. I know there are so many more, too. So if anyone feels passionate about a ghost light that they Mm -hmm. know of, please let us know. For real. There are many. I'd like to see some. Same. Ghost lights. We got to go to Marfa. Kylie, do you have any ghost lights near you? Um. That we can... Check out. I don't think so, but I mean, there are a lot of lighthouses nearby, so that could be a source of a ghost light, but I'll look into that a little more. I haven't heard of anything in particular, but we'll see. Wow. There's bound to be some, at least in New England. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't have a ghost light? Texas apparently has... Yes, several. Plenty. And I think this book light was in Oklahoma, maybe? Really? Or maybe it was Texas? I can't remember. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, My, I've wow. been losing it lately. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> Honestly, January was six years long. February lasted for two and a half days. And now it's March. Now we're in March. Ugh, my wow, gone. wow. What are the? What is happening? I don't know. 2020. I don't know. But, you know, I do want to ask, like, is everybody okay out there? Yeah. It just <laughs> seems like sometimes... People are getting real angry. I mean, street. shit's crazy in this world. Right. We got yeah. coronavirus. coronavirus. You know? My sister was crying about the coronavirus Why? yesterday. Why? No. We're not going to die. It's like the flu. It's like you'll only die from it if you have a compromised immune, immune system. Yes. Yeah, okay. we're fine. So we're fine. My sister is 18, very healthy, but we are going in a few weekends to visit my grandmother uh-huh. and mm-hmm. my she lives outside of Houston mm. suburb of Houston and 
my sister was like, the coronavirus is really bad there. What? And my mom was like, what? girl. My mom was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and my sister was getting teary. She no. said, I can't stop watching CNN. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, like, you got to. Go back to high school <laughs> and have some fun, okay? For real. I appreciate your concern. Yeah. But we're not there yet. Right. We love That's her. You, you, you know, you're getting way too much information. You need to play yeah. your role, take a step back, yeah. breathe the air, and, and relax. Uh-huh. Obviously, I'm concerned about the people. Right. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Right. But my sister's fears are not currently. That's an overreaction. Super valid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I mean, safe. hello. Welcome to my. Welcome to the life of anxiety. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I have it too. Trust me. I was like, do I need to get a face mask? Do I need to do this? Like, I'm traveling in April. What do I do? The face mask business is popping off. It is. And I actually read that you shouldn't wear it unless you are sick. Yes, that's what they say. It says it doesn't do anything unless you're sick with it. Yeah. And then you should probably wear a mask. Mm -hmm. Or you shouldn't even be out. If you you have it, you're supposed to quarantine yourself in your own house. For sure. PSA. Yeah. Just so you know. But anyway. Anyone, anyone listening has it. Uh, yeah. We're, our hearts are with you, but stay home. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. It's wild out there. Uh, my friends were supposed to go to Japan and they had to cancel their travel because everything was getting closed. Yeah. Tokyo Disney was yeah. closed. Right. Uh, Team Labs, that thing that, that has all the really cool lights that everyone posts, mm-hmm. that's clo- mm-hmm. everything's closed. Yeah, you should tell your sister you think it's bad there. It's Check out China. Yeah. You want to go? Check it out. Yeah. Uh, hearts are with mm-hmm. the people. Because it, it is it is still is scary. scary thing, for sure. But, but she doesn't need to freak out Drink quite, your water. Wash your hands. Don't also, touch your face. Always wash your hands. I keep seeing these things going oh around God, that are like, wash your hands. I'm like, who's not fucking washing their hands? Ew, a lot of people. Because people yeah, are gross. My, also, yes, just don't touch your face. Half the guys in our building do not wash their hands. I hate that. I know. More than half. I There's someone I work with, and we are somehow always in the bathroom at the same time. They don't and do they it. never wash their hands. And I've told Kylie about this. No. Because. <laughs> it's it, why anyway, I left the company. It's why oh, she no. left the company. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was there, too, at the time then, huh? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. So, drama. <laughs> wow. But yeah, it's like, just, yeah, always wash your hands. What? Exactly. Hello. That shouldn't be like Hello? a new thing. Oh, I don't know. Keep hand sanitizer in your pocket. I don't I, like what. Yeah. Y'all cray. Do yourself. A or we're gonna have y'all neighbor. get it together, or we're gonna have even more ghosts than we already have. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get it together. Ain't wrong. All right. We love you guys, and until next time, stay spooky. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. See you later.